Some changes to the podcast, big, big changes in my life. I just, I've gotten to the point. Listen, that's what people need to do is listen. Because there are lots of podcasts. There are lots of people that are doing shows on the radio. And they're not using headphones. They're just trusting engineers to uh, trust them to make them sound I don't have to do anything. The engineer will make me sound good. But when you're talking all the way over here and your mouth is pointing in the opposite direction where the microphone is, it doesn't sound good. It does not sound good. And no amount of Zoom, no amount of engineer wizardry is going to make you sound any better. And I'm seeing it a lot. And you see it a lot on TV too, like people that are, or, or podcasters that are, you see they're not using headphones. Headphones is like gone Okay, microphones, you still need those But So the fact that people are not Paying attention to how they sound And thus the quality of the sound Of what they're doing is awful And here's today's podcast picture That's just something Isn't it? The podcast picture is of the wonderful cats The feral patches the cat He's the one hanging out in the little cat house looking thing that my wonderful neighbor gave me and then there's Rocky the cat our house cat and the two get along so well you can see a picture of the two of them at mikesdailypodcast.com we had a patches the cat picture last podcast picture for FF episode 2611 and this one as well we'll see if we we get any likes on Instagram oh the late great Basil the Boxer I'll have to post a picture of him soon it's been a while Been a long, long while I lost Basil back in 2020 And that That was the start of a lot of bad things Yes COVID Yes Our lives all changed And we were inside all the time And we were in like our little shells Our little egg shells Trying to incubate And not incubate anything bad But Incubate ideas, stay safe, that kind of thing. And then the egg burst open and everybody's out and running around and all woohoo. I'm going to travel wherever I want. Revenge travel, revenge travel. I'm going to buy whatever I want. I'm going to clog up the, the freeways. The freeways are crazy now. Crazy with so much traffic. 
But it's also a time where people now, about a year ago, there was the great resignation, a lot of people changing jobs. And then suddenly, a couple months later, it was the great the fireation or asking people to resign. No, wait, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the mass layoff is what happened. Lots of folks got laid off all over the place. My company laid people off too. Eh. Yes, so jobs becoming less. Now, the job market is still okay, but yours truly, uh, I've had this job now. Well, I've worked at the company for eight years. I've had this particular job as a manager for five and I've, I've reached the, the end. I really have. There's been a lot of... Well, it dawned on me the other day that when I took the job, the job was a specific thing. It had the specific uh, you know, parameters and whatnot. Baloney. And it was thus. And now it has changed oh so much. Every year, a little bit more gets thrown on me. A little bit more, a little bit more. It's not every year, actually. It's every month, every week. More and more is thrown on me. And everyone just accepts it. And probably the worst is that yours truly accepts it. To the point that I'm a guy, I'm like that pirate. I'm Pirates of the Caribbean. Where... He's holding like a million hats He's trying not to fall into the water And then on top of the boat Which you're riding in Depending on which parts of the Caribbean you ride The one in Disneyland and Orlando Versus the one in Shanghai is completely different But yes It is like that It's every Every week, every day More and more is thrown on top of me I'm not getting paid anymore What what in the world is that about? And I'm dealing with everything I dealt with before, everything that the guy that before me dealt with, who had the job, and then so much more. So many people who have left the company, their jobs have just been pushed on to me. And I finally had it. This uh, Somebody texted me last night. Just an unexpected text from someone that I usually can depend on. And they sent me a text and... You know, part of me is like, I understand why they texted what they did to say they can't come in for a whole week. And then another part of me is like, enough. I've given this guy a lot of time off to do what he needs to do over the past several months. And now he's asking for a whole extra week off. This after several people at the company I work for have done the same thing to me. And I, I, I just, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it. So things are going to change Within the next month Things are going to change And I've been saying this For a long long time And I finally got to move on it Because I, I'm just I'm at my wit's end I've lost my wit My wit is gone I've passed I've surpassed the end I've been running On fumes On I don't know what In the gas tank For years now 
And it's interesting because it always happens around this time of year, around the May, June time, something huge pops up. Maybe I'm just having a flashback to what happened a year ago where we completely ripped out our system and put a new one in and a lot of it was put on me to... I remember somebody, as we go outside a cafe anyway, when we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast, somewhere in Podcaster Valley to the last place on earth. And I am at the last place on earth in my mind with all of this. A year ago, I'm working so hard, working with a, with a system, this new system and the people that told me you know what to do I oh I had to learn it on the fly basically I had no idea what to do and I just had to learn it as it there, there was no advanced way of learning it and then just had to had to do all this stuff like on a deadline and I remember somebody who was working with us that came from the company came from corporate chided me basically said hey you, you, what, what's going on? You got to get all these other stations going up and going. I'm like, uh, I've been working day and night just to get one station on the air. I'm supposed to get five stations on the air by tomorrow? What? And at that point, you know, realizing what I make, uh, the the what I put up with and all the other stuff I've had to put up with, I said, no, no. And I had to sit down with a couple people at work I said look Either you guys Pick up the Pick up some of the slack Or I'm out of here And they did But there's still a lot <laughs> They did for the moment And then There's a lot of stuff That's still That got thrown back On top of me So The point is Mikey's had enough um, I played you the little clip Of David Foster Yesterday of me Talking to the famous producer So I engineered that interview There, I wasn't the one interviewing David Foster But I just threw in there a real quick question to him While there was a moment uh, some, some moments of downtime But the entire interview uh, I put together In post and it was it's made and designed to be a podcast and i got some speaking of feedback got some serious feedback from the host of the show not david foster but the host who's extremely worried and was concerned because the 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 podcast had music had music underneath the guest how dare you put music underneath the guest this is david foster you don't put any music under david foster so the attention to detail in the audio world was a little bit, I don't know, overthought in some of this, I guess, because we've got a famous person who puts all his time and energy into audio. So now I've got to try and David Foster the heck out of this podcast and make it sound the way the host wants it to sound, which is not that difficult to do, but it's interesting. And I don't think this would have been a problem had this been some other guest. But because it's David Foster, the master of all these big albums that sold, these singles that sold huge, huge amounts in the 80s and 1990s. He produced I'll Always Love You, Whitney Houston. So there you go. 
that won a gazillion Grammys. But David Foster's a nice guy and I'll be happy to do it. But I just, that coupled with everything else going on with the whole manager side. Oh, it's just too much for me in this world of radio. So I had to throw a little bit of my misery on top of a poor correspondent at Bloomberg News, TV, radio. I was listening to a report he was doing on the radio and he said the word right about 50 times. It was so distracting and I wanted to listen to what he was saying because he was talking about Apple and all the stuff that's going on with them. And I just, I couldn't because he kept saying right. Is it right, right, right at the end of everything? Right? God. Ah. So, and I know I'm in my 50s and it probably bugs us Gen Xers a little bit more to hear that millennial right all the time. But I wrote him, wrote him on LinkedIn. I said, you know, you say right a lot. And I told him, I, I was a DJ in Southern California and my boss would say to me, Mike, use the word and too much. You have too many run-on sentences. Work on that. And I did. Maybe I still do it. I don't know. And I'm working on it. And I don't know. But the guy wrote me back right away. He said, thank you, Michael. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate the feedback. I definitely say it too much, the word right. I say it too much. Well, that's awesome. Hopefully I've gotten something moving now. I've created a movement. Maybe not that kind of a movement, but yes. Looking forward to that, to the world changing because of me giving someone feedback. So all of this is going to change soon. I tend to stay too long at parties, at jobs, in relationships. I stand that not that being said, I am not going anywhere in the relationship world as far as leaving my relationship with my wonderful lovely lady friend that's going well but I will say that she and I do need to spend more time traveling more time together less work time and more fun time cause she's getting younger but I ain't getting any younger so let's work on this and another reason to say bon voyage but I, that's, a, that's a thing You gotta know when to Know when to hold them Know when to fold them Know when to run And it, I guess it's getting close to Getting ready to run Real quick I watched a thing I had no idea I guess there's a Hulu thing Called How I Met Your Father I didn't realize Right after How I Met Your Mother Which had the worst ending Of all time To the, the, the series That they then Quickly created A How I Met Your Dad and that only aired, they only aired like two episodes and then it was done. And they recreated it with uh, Hillary Duff. And now it's how I met your father. I did not know that, that whole how I met your dad thing ever existed. Fascinating. The stuff you learn on YouTube. And this is also interesting. Europe's most active volcano. Yes, there's a volcano in Europe. It's been erupting, raining ash, and that's canceled flights 
into parts of Italy. Clouds of ash have been spewing from Mount Etna today, forcing flights from Catania Airport to be grounded due to lack of visibility. Weather over Mount Etna is fairly cloudy and rainy today, meaning it's much more difficult than usual to spot this spectacular display of lava pouring from the volcano. Italy's National Institute of Geophysics and Volcanology said ash has fallen on the town of Catania, the largest city in eastern Sicily, as well as at least one town on Mount Etna's inhabited slope. So it's not just in Hawaii that they're having volcanoes. Italy's Civil Protection Agency sent out an alert Thursday, which warned that due to increased volcanic activity, sudden variations of the volcano's activity could occur. What a world in which we live that volcanoes still exist. And that, well, if you want to see a volcano, isn't there one in Disneyland or Disney World? There's the, 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 there used to be, well, there's one definitely in Las Vegas. Or is that, oh, that's over, I think. They canceled that one. Was that at the Bellagio or the Mirage or something like that? Then in Florida, there's a, there, there's a volcano somewhere there in Disneyland. Now, lawyers for Florida Governor Ron DeSantis And he's going to announce his presidential run sometime this week. They're asking that a federal judge be disqualified from overseeing a dispute between De Sanctimonious, as Trump calls him, and Walt Disney Company, questioning the judge's impartiality in the case. Lawyers for DeSantis, who's being sued for allegedly targeting Disney for company leadership's political views, filed a motion on Friday in Tallahassee, Florida, asking U.S. District Judge Mark Walker be recused in the case. This according to Reuters. Disney sued DeSantis in April for allegedly weaponizing state government in retaliation for the company's criticism of a law that banned classroom discussion of sexuality and gender identity with younger children. Opponents labeled the measure the Don't Say Gay Law and Disney is going to not build some huge facilities in Florida now. They were going to relocate a lot of stuff to Florida and they said they put up they pulled the plug on that because of DeSantis allegedly. The company alleged DeSantis rallied the Republican controlled legislature to strike back at woke Disney, quote unquote and seize control of an administrative district created in 1967 that helped Disney develop theme parks and resorts. It was originally known as Reedy Creek Improvement District. And that district is also named as a defendant. DeSantis's lawyers argued on Friday that the judge overseeing that case demonstrated potential partiality while handling separate cases in which the judge mentioned Disney as an example of state retaliation. And then also there is, uh, if you are paying attention to DeSantis's war on woke, which is something he's definitely going to be using in his campaign as it is getting so much publicity. But using he, him, she, her in emails got two dorm directors fired at a small New York Christian college, this according to the Associated Press. 
Two former dorm directors at a small Christian university in Western New York acknowledge their names are unconventional, which explains why they attach gender identities to their work email signatures. Their former employer, Houghton University, wanted them to drop the identifiers in line with a new policy for email formats implemented in September. Both refused and they were fired. One has a name called Shua. The other has a name called, that is, Zalaya. And so they decided, hey, we'll put uh, pronouns in our emails so people know what we are. Ongoing culture wars in the U.S. over sexual preferences, gender IDs, and transgender rights have engulfed politics, school campuses, and many other facets of public and private life. At least 17 Republican-led states have severely restricted gender-affirming care. Debates continue to rage in some communities about school curricula, mentioning sexual orientation or gender identity, and pickets have sprung up outside public libraries hosting drag story hours, all this from the AP. Meanwhile, controversies swirl at campuses with religious affiliations. The recent firings prompted more than 700 Houghton alumni to sign a petition in protest. And 16 plaintiffs are suing Seattle Pacific University in the Northwest, a Christian liberal arts college, to challenge the school's employment policy barring people in same-sex relationships from full-time jobs. And that story by Bobby Kana Calvin. That's Bobby with a Y. So I'm guessing a male? Who knows? You can't guess anymore, can you? Who knows? (laughs) But this... All goes back to the 70s. Yes, believe it or not, it does. All the way back to a little song by the Kinks called Lola. And just look at the lyrics to that song and you'll understand why I say that. Hey, we're outside a cafe anyway. Look who's here. Hello, Mike Matthews. It's Charlie's Q Hearts Gift Shop Supervisor. Wow, what a really interesting show today, Mike Matthews. Yes. I may have some more a lot more free time to do things like go visit my relatives in Germany. By the way, there was a Republican conservative talk show host I heard today say the most... But if you get offended, that's the way the cookie crumbles. No offensive thing I've ever heard about Germany saying... Like the, the, the country is super weak Because they're always consumed with this guilt Of what they did about What they did in, in World War II And they're consumed with guilt And it's ruined the country I'm like wait what Don't even go there Why did that guy go there But he's a young guy and he's not very smart Hey what were you saying Shelley? Yeah Mike Matthews I don't care about him So you were talking about Stuff like you might be leaving your job And whatnot. Well, let's just, uh, yes. Yes, at some point, some point soon, I'm thinking. Because I just can't take it. I'm as mad as heck. And I just can't take it. Okay, Mike Matthews, well, you can sell snow globes and then give shops at the KK Santa Fe Cafe. Well, we don't do that show anymore. This is cafe anyway. Oh, that's right, Mike Matthews. You can sell snow globes at the gift shop at cafe anyway. 
That's right. That's what we'll do. And that'll be really rewarding. And I'm sure that has a 401k and that'll have health care. And can I just tell you the health care that I have right now is horrible. The I don't know. This is probably true if, if I if I went with covered California. But man, that, you know what, though? I remember. OK, I had for a short while Kaiser and I don't know if I got lucky, but I had a really good doctor there. So. She was probably half my age, maybe more, but she was really helpful, answered all my questions. The one I got now, oh, wow. And I've had her, the doctor I've had that's not with Kaiser. Uh, I've had her for several years and just not helpful at all. I, I'm, I, w- I will not feel bad to say goodbye to her. Let's just say that. So it may be time. Don't you think it's time? Don't you think it's time to quote the Judds? Look who else is here. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floor Man. And this is John Deere, the engineer. Wow, Mike, that's really great. I think you should play some new music. Yes, it'll take our mind off of it to play some new music. That's why we have the segment, the Mike Matthews New Tunes Feud, where I'm going to play some new songs for you. You tell me which one you like the best. And we'll let the band know And we'll Because we You'll let us know Which one you like best Of all these songs The first song We've got five of them here Will Five new songs to just broaden your horizon Of new music All of these bands emailed me MikeStaleyPodcast at gmail.com Hi Mike we're the Banks Brothers, and our new single, Things I'll Never Learn, speaks loud and clear to the age-old problem of being drawn to entanglements of the heart that just shouldn't be. It rings true with all of us in the band as we think back on broken hearts from relationships that we just weren't suited for. We formed in a pool hall one Friday night in 2017 and played our first gig less than a week later. Within three days of that show, we had written a handful of original songs, including an earlier version of a song that's on our upcoming album called In Waves. But this song is called Things I'll Never Learn. Let's listen a little bit to this band called The Banks Brothers. Pause there because otherwise I'll get dinged by YouTube Which I was amazed the other day Yesterday I had a little bit of in, we, we did the segment called Let's Go Back with Matthews And I used to use a music bed Because we were playing A bit of a radio show I used to do Back 20 years ago Where I would take requests And have interesting conversation with listeners Interesting conversations And the music bed I used was This funky funk Funkified version Dance Track Dancey E Electric Ish Song Version Of the Sesame Street song And It played for a little while Behind me Underneath me As we say And nobody Said anything Nobody on YouTube dinged me So I was amazed That that did not I get I did not get dinged Yay Okay Another Oh do you know what? 
Before we end the show today, I should mention real quick too that if you're listening to this on Monday, which is the 22nd, it's National Vanilla Pudding Day. <laughs> but what's even more important, it's National Craft Distillery Day. Yay! Let's hear it for craft distillers and brewmasters, although he's not here today. And International Being You Day, which is probably what this podcast is all about, is being yourself. What are you? It's also National Buy a Musical Instrument Day, which I might do. I am in need of a new keyboard like Toot Sweet. Ah, my keyboard. It works, but it, the sustain pedal doesn't work. So I guess technically it does not work. And it was also... Oh, I deleted it. Rats. But I think it was National... National Bees Day. Oh, that was yesterday. It'll come to me in a moment. But next, our next email comes from Crazy Arm. Yes. Hi, Mike. Or should be, hey, Mike, which is how uh, my employees address me when they text me. Hey, Mike. And I've had it with that. With the recent 10-year anniversary of Margaret Thatcher's death on our minds. Was it? Okay. Our DIY punk song, Floating Bones, details a renewed dedication to resisting the cruel neoliberal policies that started on her watch. Whoa. Okay. So here we go. This is the band that is entitled um, Crazy Arm. Floating Bones is the name of the song. Floating Bones. Right, crazy arm there. Our next song. <laughs> We're counting down to a song by Moon River. Yes, Moon River spelt like one word, moon and with two eyes and no E. Wow, that's going to be easy to describe on a podcast or radio or what have you. Uh, Mike, it doesn't even say, hey, Mike or hi, Mike. It says just Mike. Blonde Hair Now is a celebration of the small moments in our days that make up our lives, a beautiful homage to the gravity of the simple everyday decisions that shape our world. The recording is from the very first session we did in the studio, fumbling through the day, trying to make light of what, if anything, Moon River might be. Okay, and here is the song Blonde Hair. Wow. Okay. Oh, by the way, it is National Weight Staff Day. I forgot to, that was the one I was trying to think of. So let's hear it for the weight staff. They put up with a lot of craziness, a lot of idiots, and they keep going. And most of the time don't get a good tip. Yes. There's also a lot of places that you go to now that... Well, I guess the lucky teenagers out there, since so many other jobs got co-opted, co-opted by uh, 
AI and other modern technology, they uh, sometimes don't have the most energy or the most care in giving you your product. I know that because I was a teenager working at one point, but sometimes they do and they excel. And when they do, please tip them well. You know, it's also, and this is kind of part and parcel with what I was talking about today. It's National Memo Day. And there might be a memo that I'm putting out soon. I had to send a memo back to that one text I got earlier today. Uh, Actually, it was late last night. But yes, memos. Once upon a time, (laughs) you would get a piece of paper shoved in your mailbox at work. And it'd be from your boss saying, Dear Mike, please don't ever put coffee in the cups that are not for use in the break room and don't drink coffee. I appreciate it. Thanks. Sincerely, boss. I kept a bunch of those for the longest time. And the boss that I had that gave me a bunch of memos back when they were on paper, uh, he died. So it would be a great way to remember him. If I've kept any of those paper memos anywhere, I'll always remember him as the guy that gave me a lot of paper memos. Now, of course, it's all in the form of emails and sometimes texts. And it's also National International Tea Day. If you ever watch a British TV show, as I tend to do, I watch a lot of shows from Acorn TV and BritBox. They're drinking tea all the time. They really are. I don't know why. I don't know what the... I don't love tea. There's some tea I like, but I I have it once in a great while, usually when I'm feeling sick because that's just how I am. Maybe that's ultra, ultra American. I don't know. But yes, they love it in England. And maybe that's good. It's definitely a low calorie drink. It has a lot of positive effects on you. I think it helps with inflammation. It's just a great drink to drink versus all the stuff that's got sugar and bad stuff and caffeine in it. Although some tea has caffeine. Which leads us to our fourth song. This is by the group Holy Wave. And it says, um, Austin band, Texas band, Holy Wave has a new album called Five of Cups. And here is a song from it that they gave me called Happier. Oh, wow, that got crazy. And then the last song to play for you on the Mike Matthews New Tunes feud is by Vinyl Williams. And I got this song. This song sent to me. All those songs you heard were sent to me very recently. But this one was sent all the way back in early April. So over a month ago. And apparently uh, Celestial Music has a vastly unknown history. The phrase first being coined in the early 70s by Greek American musicians who began studying bossa nova and jazz all right, so here is the band called Vinyl Williams and a song called Petroglyph. Let's see how this is. 
Wow, I just realized that I look a lot like Bill Murray in the movie uh, the, the Aquatic Life of Whatever Whatever is the one that had Aquatic Life in it. That one. I look like that Bill Murray in that Wes Anderson movie. Especially when I wear that little hat that I have. Okay, so there you go. That's all the songs. Which one did you like the best? You can give me a call. I'm in the 510 because I'm in the East Bay in Podcastro Valley. And that number is 510-228-4640. And if there's anything else you'd like to chime in about, I covered a lot today, a lot of personal stuff. If you would like to let me know what you think, you can call me at that number. And with more ways to reach me, it's A-Frame. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.